When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All hail King Henry. Uh, welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast which you wouldn't know by the shirts that either one of us are wearing. Of course, my name is Derek Montilla. I am your mayor, PHNX. This guy is my vice mayor. He's the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. We are unashamed to be Phoenix Suns fans we love the Suns. on the we PHNX yeah. Diamondbacks I mean, come podcast. On. All of our merch is good, but the Suns shirts, they're really good. They're, they're really good. good. This one is honestly this shirt right here. The Devin Booker shirt. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not the Devin Booker shirt. No, no, no. no. It's, uh, no. it's the Sunset Drive. It's a Sunset Drive it's a sunset shirt drive with shirt. a guy and his dog. There Just, you go. You, got, you get it. Anyway, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Of course, we had a big win yesterday. Tommy Henry got his first career win, a very exciting game. D-backs notch win number 50, Jesse. 50. How they many are, did they win last year? I believe they won 52. 52. 52. Yeah, I think that's accurate. They could potentially reach their season total from last year uh, in this series against the Pittsburgh Pirates with a sweep. That's kind of wild, but what's yeah. wilder was the night that Tommy Henry had. He was absolutely outstanding. Everything that we could possibly hope that he would be. Uh, we haven't had a chance to get excited about a young pitcher, and if you're not excited, it's time to get excited. Yeah, yeah, he was really great um, in that game yesterday. I thought his breaking stuff looked a lot better um, than it did last game, and after the game, he was very forthright that, like, he was just more comfortable in this outing. He didn't have the first major league start jitters going like he now. I mean, anyone would right in your we, first big league start. So. We actually have a video of that of him talking about how unjittery he was. It might take a second for me to get that. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, no, that's fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> but also, J- Jesse's lying to your face because he texted me last night and said Tommy Henry really wasn't that good tonight. Whoa, what? <laughs> This is uh this is true. This so, guy, yeah, this guy's like temper your expectations. Jacob is Jacob is hardcore throwing me under the bus. Yeah. No, so so I mean Tommy Henry seven innings one run right like on paper it's extraordinary. I my concern is just that like he had three strikeouts right. There wasn't a whole lot of swing and miss. There was a decent amount of hard contact. So Jacob is like backing me into a corner here. Uh-huh. Where I feel like I have to say all these negative things yeah. I don't really want to say. Yeah. But yeah. all in all, it was it was an impressive start. I'm just saying that it, it maybe wasn't quite to the level of like, you know, this guy is is a future ace or something like that. Like we need to see a little bit more from Tommy Stop. Henry uh, Stop. in order to in order to get to that point. Stop. Well, this is Jacob. This whole conversation this is, is Jacob's you guys fault. Are so this is awful. You're awful. You got to celebrate the win. That's that was a big game for him. I mean, honestly, for, as far as pitching prospects <laughs> go, 
It's him. I did not Brandon call Punch Fox. Out Tommy Mid Gabriel. He that did not happen. He did. He did, Gabriel. <laughs> I heard him say it. It's incredible. This man walked back to his hotel room last night. I saw it. Did you? With my own eyes while I was crossing the bridge. Yes. Yes. He had no, he unapologetically walked back to his hotel room because apparently he enjoys walking. And that was part of why he felt so calm. He talked about walking yeah. to the ballpark before the game. And that's the video that we do we have now, Jacob? Yeah. Well, I've got the interview, right? This yeah, is what that's you're looking the for. One. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I, can, I can get it on the screen if yeah, you're make ready. That, make that happen. <laughs> Notice less nerves as you were walking to the ballpark. I'm sorry, walked to the ballpark again today. I did. I did do my walk to the ballpark today. Um, I did. Um, I don't really know what that's a product of. You know, some days you feel more nervous than others, more anxious than others. Um, today I felt pretty at ease. Um, I think that's a combination of preparation. Um, it's the feeling of the trust that you know the coaching staff and the players around you instill. Um, and yeah, I just, I was just ready to go. I was excited to play, um, and have a little bit of fun out there. He talked about, uh, working with Brent Strom over the week and that Brent Strom talked to him about like digging the ball deeper into his hand. Yeah. Yeah. We've mentioned that a few times. Just rip, let it go and rip it. Right. Uh, Jacob asked a very good question (laughs) while that video was playing. He wanted to know why he looked like he was crying or (laughs) had been maced. It's a very good question. And the reason why is because Tommy Henry had his first career win. So that means that he suffered whatever abuse from his teammates that one does suffer. Uh, In this case, I believe he said he was doused with oat milk. Yeah, um, oat milk and and well, he was talking about his hair and the fact that his hair looked a little bit. Yeah, off. Jesse thought that and, he was uh, wearing an excessive amount of gel for. Uh, I Major did when we pitcher. walked up to him. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like this guy really needs to lay off the gel a little bit. But we got some clarification. Apparently, it was oat milk and shaving cream. Shaving I want to say it was a, yes. a nice combination well, of those two that things that were mixed of, up in there. That he knows that he's of. aware of. He yeah, said for the most part, he just closed his eyes and let it happen. Which, right. Not the best advice at times, but I understand <laughs> when that happens. Uh, those players definitely uh, had a great time celebrating his victory, and he deserved it. I think what we saw was more of what is what what we can expect out of him. Yes, it's not going to be overpowering. Yes, he's not the new yeah. ace. But, Jesse, I ask you this. Does he not look like a quality fourth man in a starting rotation, which is something the D-backs desperately need right now? Yeah, yeah. I think there's totally an opportunity for him to, like, you know, show what he can do down the stretch and grow into that sort of a role. That's sort of what the the scouting report has been on Tommy Henry for a while is, you know, he doesn't have, you know, this wipeout stuff that's going to totally blow hitters away. As we saw yesterday, it's mostly like 91, 92, you know, the occasional 93 mile an hour fastball. I thought his his slider was pretty good yesterday. Um, that was the breaking pitch you mentioned that, that he's been working on with Brent Strom. He threw a few curveballs that were effective as well. Um, so yeah, all in all, I thought it was a really good outing. Um, you, I feel like you have to take everything with a little bit of a grain of salt when you're facing the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, just given their offense and the fact that it's sort of, it's sort of Brian Reynolds, it's sort of Brian Reynolds and then everyone else, (laughs) Uh, I guess Cabrian Hayes is a, is a pretty good hitter too, but, um, that offense is, is certainly not loaded. So it'll be interesting to see what, what Tommy does, um, you know, against better teams. And I also think he can be a lot better as well. That's the other side of this is that even though I I don't think he necessarily pitched as well as those numbers indicate. 
I don't think he pitched his best at all. Like, I think he can really be way better than what we saw yesterday. So um, a really good outing, no matter what way you look at it for him. And a good outing from the team. An overall pretty solid defensive game, offensive. Tommy Henry was good. We saw Mark Melanson get saved number 16. So, again... If if, uh, if if we're going to go to a route where it's more situational, maybe we see Ian Kennedy and Mark Melanson both in closing opportunities, uh, yeah. I, I might not be so opposed to that because it might be based a little bit more on analytics and who the better pitcher to go with is in what situation rather than just blindly giving it to Melanson in the ninth no matter what the game situation is, right? But sure. uh, Chris Davinsky, who hadn't given up a run all season, uh, had a pretty rough outing, and that do you want to take credit for that? That's absolutely Jesse's fault. Oh my god, it's one hundred percent Jesse's fault. I get blamed so much for things. Well, on this show. who who, who don't do that him? to yourself? Who interviewed him before the game about how well he was doing? I did. I okay. did interview. All it right. wasn't all of it. I mean, it was about his recovery. You know, he had two surgeries. He's coming back from Tommy John. There's a there's a good story there. But I did have a great conversation with Chris Davinsky before the game, and then. Uh, unfortunately, things didn't go so well for him yesterday. But I still think this stuff looks pretty good overall. Uh, he threw some 95s yesterday, which is still really good to see for him. So um, this is not the end of the road for Chris Davinsky after one after it's one not. bad outing. So. It's not. We'll keep Jesse away from him in the future. Uh, ben <laughs> brought up Christian Walker's amazing diving stop, which really, that's a it's a great point. He said, I can't remember if it was after he had left the game, but Christian Walker had an amazing diving stop. And Varsho was running all over the field. Christian Walker, that was in the ninth. And that kept, uh, you know, that, that might have gotten a little bit more dicey for Melanson yeah. there. Because that definitely kept one off the off the base path. And he let another one get on. So it wasn't like, it, it wasn't that same feeling that we even had out of Ian Kennedy the other, the other night of satisfaction. And just kind of being like, hey, this feels okay. Like this ninth inning ended uneventfully. It yeah. got, got a little tense, especially with one on and Melanson on the mound, right? But Uh, Michael McDermott in this comment said Melanson came in because no one else was available. It'll be interesting to see if that is the case going forward or if uh, we see Melanson and Kennedy kind of share time in that role. Yeah, I think we will. I mean, Mark Melanson was sort of, I think, the only guy that they could really go to in that spot. Ian Kennedy, it would have been four out of five. So you're not going to throw Ian Kennedy in that spot. So no surprises to see Mark Melanson in that spot. And and he came through, you know, he walked a guy, but he, he came through. Thing. It was fairly uneventful, he all things considered. Thing. He did do the thing. And what do you think about right now the Diamondbacks being two wins away from their season total? I mean, I, I know that obviously last year we've discussed at length how we both know it was a fluke of injuries and other things that really led it to be as bad, right? But yeah, I mean, you want to really just celebrate the small victories for a season like this where you're most likely not going to you know, see the playoffs or anything like that. Sure. Although some crazy things could happen with how much time's left. I mean, let's be honest. They're only 10 games out of a wild card. They they have regular season games in October this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they right? do. So we only have a, a few. It's like, like October like one series. October yeah. 5th, I think, is when the season ends. Yeah, so. yeah. But still, I mean, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, like, yeah. we are just in, it's August 10th right now. Uh, by August 12th, the Diamondbacks could have as many wins as they had for the entire season last year, which yeah. still essentially close to two months left on the schedule, you know, eh, just under a month and a half or just over a month and a half left. So right. I just think that that's an impressive bounce back from the one of the worst seasons in history and the exact thing that we were hoping for, you know, and then from this point, yeah. it's how good can it get? How far can they kind of get back up, you know, uh, from from where they were at and and how can they reset the expectations going forward? 
that this team isn't a hundred loss team. You know, obviously, I think that they're going to yeah. avoid that this year. So it's, <laughs> that would really be quite something. If, let's not go there. Uh, well, I forgot about what's ahead, though. <laughs> Don't forget about what's ahead. Yeah, so. yeah. Did that, you see the Padres come back last night? God damn it! It was just uh, that was crazy. Yeah, Josh Hader still blew his first save opportunity yesterday. That was, that was uh, with uh, San Diego. Great. It was an absolutely wild game um, between them and the Giants. But yeah, Manny Machado came through in the bottom half of the inning, and and that was that. But. Um, yeah, I mean, this Diamondback season has been um, overall. I think it's just this team has just been way more fun to watch. So um, much fun. Yeah, it's just a totally different environment than than what we saw last year with a lot of a lot of older veterans still on the team, and this team is young. And getting to see guys like Tommy Henry pitch and have success like they did exactly. yesterday is great. Um, the Diamondbacks' win and loss totals both start with the same number right now: fifty and fifty-nine. Hey. It's a really random fact, hey. but that we have not like seen it. that for quite a <laughs> while. So. The single digit uh, losses or last year their their final win and loss totals did not start with the same number. <laughs> so <laughs> no, they did not. No, they did not. But that's uh, that's exciting. Looking forward, and again, something to kind of remember with this team. Uh, again, even if your expectations are that they should make the playoffs, for you to consider them a success, maybe maybe just uh, how close can they get to five hundred? by the end of the year might be yeah. a little bit more of a measuring stick. And if they can be within five games, I would say that's a huge success for where they were at. Within five year. games? Within 500? five games of 500, I think anything. It's ambitious. They're on pace for 74 right now. Sure. 74 and 88 is yeah, what no, they're currently I'm on saying pace for. I, 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 I'm just saying, again, at this point, I, I can't – I, excuse me. I'm not going to say like anything 20 games over what they were at last year is a success. 15 games over where they were at last year is a success. Yeah. I'm just saying if if they can get within five games of 500, that's insane. Like that's that would such, be incredible. A, such an incredible bounce back from how bad last year was. Uh, and we'll celebrate with OG's gummies because that's what I do to celebrate. That's what I do whenever. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling. OG's <laughs> will help me get to where I want to feel. And that's what you guys can do too. Check out our friends at OG's at the dispensary near you. They have a variety of flavors, a variety of strains, and a variety of doses for you. Whether you want a 3-milligram uh, microdose, 10-milligram regular dose, or above for a medicinal user, uh, OG's has you covered. And they also have you covered with our sweepstakes this month. Uh, we need to get some winners uh, for this one. So we're giving you free stuff from our friends at OGs. And yes, again, that's me. Uh, still don't remember when this picture was taken. No, I remember where this picture was taken. I don't remember when. Uh, but OGs, we have free <laughs> stuff for you. Enter our free, uh, our favor flavoring life sweepstakes. One winner will receive three, yes, three bags of OGs gummies, including orange cream skull and tropical flavors that OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Sign up at gophnx.com or click the link below in our description and then check out our friends at OG's at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. If you can't find them at your local dispensary, check on their website and see where you can find them near you. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. And also, uh, another way to celebrate is with our friends at Four Peaks. Brewing Company, which I'm going to do right now with a brand new Joy. What I'm going into a new one. I'm getting a new one going on here, Jesse. Uh, one of my favorite beers, uh, the Joy Bus Wow Wheat. And you can find our friends at Four Peaks Brewing Company anywhere near you. You can join us on the final Wednesday of every month uh, where we'll broadcast from the 8th Street Pub. Uh, Four Peaks food, beer, top notch. Join us down there. 
if you're interested in this kind of thing, it's actually where they make the beer. So you can come check that out, maybe take a tour, whatever uh, fancies you if you're a craft beer aficionado. Uh, I am going to be a craft beer judge this fall, uh, Jesse. I'm going how to be that judging happen? craft What do you mean, how did that happen? I am a how mayor. How did that happen? I'm a mayor. I drink, I, I am a beer aficionado. I have my snackology degree, which does have a mm. sub-degree in... Uh, 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 liquors, but you that's have a minor in liquors. It's a minor in liquors, uh, but I mean, that's just more of me drinking a lot. But uh, tell you what, you guys can <laughs> check out our friends at Four Peaks if you don't join us at the Eighth Street Pub. Uh, make sure to check them out at your local grocery store, convenience store, liquor store. Also, we're giving away uh, a little gift package from them as well on our sweepstakes. Uh, enter to win the Toast of the Month sweepstakes to win a fifty dollars Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com. Or click on the link below in the show notes. Enter both. Go over there. Enter both of those. Must be 21 or older to enjoy Four Peaks and enjoy responsibly. Uh, like just a, right just a judge or an Aaron judge? Ben wants to know. Mm. Mm. I'm going to call myself an Aaron judge. Wow. That's what I'm going to call myself. That's I'm gonna cool. Aaron, Aaron Judge Montia on my little... I'm sure they, they got to give me a little engraved plaque, right? Mm. Like to put in front of me. Well, I don't know. Do you want to be anonymous? I don't know if you want craft beer makers coming after you for giving them a poor rating That's as a beer fair. judge. You might That's want to fair. be anonymous. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Good call. I don't know. But uh, what I do know is we are joined now by one of my best friends in the whole wide world and one of the finest, most knowledgeable uh, sources for collectibles in the baseball world and pretty much anywhere else. It's our buddy, Rock Knowledge, in our new segment, Dropping Knowledge with Rock Knowledge, uh, DJ Rock Knowledge. Our man, uh, Rock, is coming through to discuss with us some of the uh, happenings in the collectibles world. Rock, what's happening, my man? We lost him. Oh, we lost him. So just give it a minute. No, that's He'll fine. He'll be back. He'll come back. But uh, Rock was bringing us some information, actually, on Ken Kendrick's uh, collection. <laughs> Believe it or not. It's pretty valuable. <laughs> you don't say, Jesse. <laughs> uh, Ken Kendrick has a baseball collection, which uh, is roughly about, I think it was 50 cards. Uh, and it was on display. 47 of the 50 cards, Jesse, were on display at the National Sports Collectors Convention, mm. uh, including some of the most valuable cards in the entire world that are owned by Ken Kendrick, uh, including a 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle PSA 10, which, as Rock described, was like <laughs> it was delivered to you by Jesus himself. <laughs> and Rock is back to join us. So, uh, Rock, what's happening? Well, hello, boys. How you guys doing today? Doing great, man. Thanks for joining us. We were just talking about Ken Kendrick's uh, baseball card collection and it being on display at the uh, national. Yeah, he uh, he's got quite the quite the card collection. Apparently, um, fifty cards in total, around a hundred million dollars in value. Um, some of the pinnacles of the collection is a nineteen fifty two tops uh, Mickey Mantle as a PSA ten. Um, if you are not familiar with card grading, it does not get any better than a PSA 10. That's like brand um, new, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that basically means Jesus you know, <laughs> reviewed it, checked it out and said, you know what? This card is the grail. Um, so it's a PSA 10. I think there's three in existence, what I read on that particular card. So that is insane. Wow. Um, he, has a, he has a 51 Bowman Mickey Mantle. That's a PSA 10. Um, another card is a 1909 Honus Wagner at a PSA eight. That card being as old as it is holding up with that kind of a grade is kind of spectacular. Um, 
And some of his cards are actually on display at in Cooperstown, right? Like he's lent them to to the Hall of Fame just to put them on display. Yeah, so he from what I read, he, you know, graciously allowed these cards to be on display. Um the company that took them is actually a sister company of PSA. Um uh, PSA is one of if not the biggest grading companies in the world. Um there's also BGS which is Beckett. Um there's SGC. Um if you're into the, you know, the card collecting game, you, you hear the term slabbed, slabs. Um, that's referring to the card encased in hard plastic with the okay. gray the card. Um, and that is that is where it's at. I mean, those are the cards that are going to fetch you thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, and it's it's just crazy to see where sports cards has come and gone. Um, I've been collecting since I was a kid in the 80s in the junk wax era when they were mass produced. And quite frankly, most of them don't have a whole lot of value these days. Yeah. Unless, yeah. again, you have some that are graded, because um, that does in greatly increase the value. But sure. what they're doing with cards now, and the prices on some of these packs and boxes, and just some of the stuff, the, the patch cards, the autograph cards, the there's bat knob cards with a piece of the bat on it. There's That's wild. Helmets. That's incredible. That's Every, wild. I've never seen everything. that. I, I, I've seen the jersey pieces and stuff like that, and so that's incredible to me, but... Like you said, the way that they've added the additional value. Plus, you were telling me about just how crazy the card market got during the pandemic the last time you were on the show. So yeah. I guess I, I wanted to ask you, what's going on with that? Is it cooled off now that everybody's kind of back to regular life? Or no. is it still like as crazy as it was? Or are people still, you know, yeah. uh, into that? I, I think it's I think it's crazier and even bigger. Really? Um, wow. People, people yeah, have more money so now? <laughs> I, I'm pretty active Stimulus on check. social media, very active on TikTok, and TikTok is full of breakers. And that's essentially people who are selling boxes and packs of cards, they'll do breaks where five people will buy in a spot because that box might cost $3,000. So you get you know five people to pay a certain amount per spot. And then they break, they open all the packs live on, on, on the stream. And whatever division, whatever team you've drawn, whatever cards they pull, you get. So if they pull like a, you know, a 2022 tops Julio Rodriguez, you know, patch auto, that's fetching thousands of dollars. That's yours. You, you paid for the break spot. You won it. Um, so it's like a it's it's like a lottery in a way right like a random draw lottery and it it, i mean interesting i I could see the way that it goes from being a spectator sport of just watching people open packs like that to like getting people actively involved like that yeah i've never i've i haven't like participated in a break only because um the money the the price yeah (laughs) that's Um, fair and and it's it's a huge gamble because i mean you could you know they could open up five packs and pull nothing yeah, you know, but some cars yeah. that aren't worth anything, and that's just that's just the the chance you take um, with collecting sports cards in general. You never know what you're going to get when you open up that pack. You know, you could buy a ten dollar pack of baseball cards and pull a five thousand dollar card, or you could buy a ten dollar pack and pull, you know, twenty five ten cent cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's it's the luck of the draw, and these breakers, man, like these, they're everywhere on TikTok everywhere and a lot of them were on display they were at the national breaking they had a whole uh, like area set up for all the breakers 
So they're doing live breaks at the National. That's why the National is not the card shows you're familiar with at the at the malls or at the VFW halls. This is a large scale um, card show. This is the one where all of the major card company reps are at. They're displaying new product. Um, you can buy, sell, you can trade. And then like this, you also get, you know, this collection um, of baseball cards and that are just on display for people just to quite frankly marvel at. That's what I was going to ask. Is that what Kendrick's there just to kind of show off his, his shit? <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, he's dragging his nuts across. He was dragging his nuts across. Oh, gosh. Bro. Like, come on. You let you really pulled out a PSA 10 Mickey Mantle 52 tops? Come on. <laughs> just to that, show everybody. <laughs> like that don't, card. I've don't seen, forget who the granddaddy is. Yeah, I've seen that card, like a version of that card, like raw, not graded at a card show before mm. but to see a perfect i mean a, a perfect mickey yeah. mantle 52 yeah. tops that's something i would love to like just, it's, just, it's like just comic books it. it's just so rare because kids didn't take care of shit and like it's so hard for stuff from that era where these were literally intended like like my dad my dad gets as mad about baseball cards you know and, and his lack of caring for them and keeping <laughs> them as i do going to the game on expo here in phoenix this past weekend and seeing all the video games that I used to own at one point on sale for like <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of dollars, it just makes you want to yeah. tear your hair out, right? No, and that's that's part of it. Like, you know, at the time, like my dad collected baseball cards as a kid. Yeah. He had no idea knowing those cards he was collecting in the 60s and 70s would fetch some good money today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then even me growing up, you know, collecting in the 80s and 90s as a kid, uh, I knew some of the stuff was worth some money, but I mean, we really had no way of knowing. Right. Yeah. I mean, you hear stories of people, their parents saying they would put their baseball cards in their bike spokes. Oh yeah. Sound like oh a yeah. Motorcycle. This guy right here. I did that. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you just don't know. Like you just don't know. And just seeing the, the prices and the demand and just yeah. the amount of people who are involved in the hobby. Um, I think it's really cool moving forward. I wish it could be a little bit more affordable for the everyday folk. Yeah. You know, cause I, I, I just, I have a hard time wanting to spend like, you know, 600 bucks on a spot and a break and not knowing what I'm going to get. Mm. Yeah. I would rather, I would rather spend that money on a card that I really want. Right. And then yeah. you know what you're going to get for that money and yeah. you know, it's worth that much or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. Rock, can oh, yeah. you can you explain? So I don't know much about the PSA system. Can you explain yeah. like what is the actual difference between a PSA ten and a PSA nine or eight? Like, is that something that someone who's not familiar could actually know by looking at them, or uh, what kind of expertise does it take in order to really understand the difference? Yeah. So a lot of so basically, the cards are graded um, for various different things: corners, centering surface um if there's any print defects yeah. if it's an if it's an autograph card they'll they'll grade the actual card itself and there'll be a separate grade for the autograph so mm. let's just say you pull a shohei otani that's signed and the autograph is is smudged or not pristine that can essentially lessen the value of the card even if the card itself grades a perfect 10 if the autograph is like an eight, right, that kind of diminishes the value. Or like you're saying, um, if it, if it was printed somehow just slightly incorrect, but oh, it's yeah. in oh, perfect man. shape, then it's still not a ten because it's not 
the card itself auto, give you autographs bad or, yeah. or vice versa you could have a pristine perfect you know psa 10 autograph and the card could be an eight or a nine because the centering's off yeah, mm, yeah. and i've seen <laughs> some terrible terrible like printing centering where you're just like how did this card even get through like quality yeah control? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how did someone say this was okay to sell to somebody yeah, in a pack and even going back to like you know when i was collecting growing up what they call the junk wax era like you know buying old boxes of tops and don ross at the price club or costco which is called now you know you pull out some <laughs> of those cards and like, yeah, you sounded old pictures like shifted all the way to the fucking right yeah, you know when it should be dead center. You're just like, how does this happen? Yeah, and mm. when it comes to getting your cards graded, um, I think you're also subject to that particular graders. You know the way they grade because I think everybody. It's not. A, it's a, it's you know, subjective. Everybody does it differently. It's all by eyesight. You know, you're relying on the person doing it, knowing their job, doing their job well, and you know giving you that grade and there's the funny thing is you'll even see people posting videos of them getting back their submissions from PSA or BGS and the defeat on their face when they don't see that pen. <laughs> you know it's they're just like it's, it's like a live thing. reaction to their uh, finding out if their uh, their kid yeah, got to college and, and the, or something and, and on the flip side <laughs> on the flip side of that there's actually been guys that have sent cards to like SGC uh, or to get graded They'll get one grade, and then you'll actually see them, you know, cracking the slab, pulling the card back out, and they'll resubmit it to BGS, and they Just might the, get a different grade. Ah. Uh. Seems like a waste of money at that point. Like, how much money are you putting into all of that process just to do all of that? Like, where do you start to value that, you know, yeah, or factor that right into the value now, of the card? Right now, one of the big one of the big gripes within the grading community is the demand for graded cards is so high. There's not enough actual graders to keep mm. up with the demand so they're having to hire and train new people sure all that turnover yeah you, know, you get somebody brand new who's never done this or they're they've only done this for a couple of months yeah you know so it's it's really it's it's a real big gamble but man if you submit that card and you get that 1010 pristine gem mint like you you could be set yeah it could be the difference of thousands and thousands of dollars so it might be worth having it regraded for that yeah all right and those yeah well absolutely you were talking about affordable cards and i know these aren't necessarily affordable but i did want to talk about uh what are tops what what are can you tell us what tops now cards are and why should yeah. they specifically be on diamondbacks fans radars with you know all of these young players coming up yeah so tops if you if you're a fan of the tops company they're for me they are the pinnacle of uh baseball cards They've been around the longest. Um, they have this on their website. They have a, a brand of theirs called Tops Now. Um, and they release new cards from this set each and every day. And essentially what these cards capture is uh, debuts or if like a, a moment in history is made. Uh, for instance, earlier this season when Miguel Cabrera got his 3,000th hit, the next day Tops Now had a 2022 Tops Now Miguel Cabrera card commemorating yeah. his 3000 hit um same thing with mr seth beer alex thomas when <laughs> yeah. they made their diamondbacks debuts they were given tops now cards yeah um so you you go on the tops website each card's available for i believe 72 hours 
Um, wow. And the print and the print run is honestly determined by the amount that get purchased. You know, some cards there might be a ten thousand print run, some might be a five thousand print run, um, and they're they're about ten bucks a pop. Um, they do do parallels and inserts. So um, when I ordered this, when I bought the Seth beer cards, I bought one for myself, got one for Derek. Um, they also sent me a third Seth beer card that was numbered. So you might get a numbered one. You might get an autographed one. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. You never know. Wow. It's kind of the luck of the draw. Um, that's only happened to me once, and I bought several Tops Now cards. So yeah. it's not a common thing, I don't think. Um, but every once in a while, you might get lucky and get a numbered card. Um, that's different. And like I said, it's, it's really cool because this is, this is highlighting specific moments and debuts. Cause some of these guys might not get a rookie card or a baseball card till the following season. If ever, yeah. cause not everybody that plays baseball is going to get a baseball card. Right. right. Um, you would trust me if it was like that, there would be way too many cards, <laughs> but you know, we know, a thing, we know a thing or two about that for sure. Right. But like, uh, especially with Tommy Henry, uh, not only making his debut, but his first yeah. win and things like that. So that's just something for everybody as Diamondbacks fans out there to look forward to. Rock, yeah. we appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have Rock on with Dropping Knowledge with Rock Knowledge uh, quite a bit. So whenever we have some collectibles news, uh, Rock's going to join us. So again, thank you for your Absolutely. time, sir. We appreciate you. Thanks, Rock. Yes, yes. Have a good one, boys. All right. See ya. Yeah. Man knows, man knows everything. It's incredible about baseball cards. Knowledge, you know? Like sometimes he drops on me exactly how many like are of these baseball cards when we're going through them. And like, I don't know. I just can't remember information like that. But he, he, lives, up to, he lives up to his name. He does. Really well. He does. He does yeah, live up to I'm his impressed. name. And I'll tell you, <laughs> it's incredible. Like what he was saying about the national, like that's such a big deal because these cards are so incredibly valuable. It's getting, yeah. it's getting to a level of like fine art and other things that it's like, you know, you have to have people with like gloves handling this shit and like security yeah. guards involved in these transactions. It's like it's, they're they're handling the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, for or real, something. for real. <laughs> uh, but again, thank you to Rock. We appreciate you as always for joining us, my man. Uh, by the way, if you haven't had a chance to sign up for a membership, uh, I know Rock has. You should too. Uh, sign up for an annual membership over at gophnx.com. You'll get to read this man's wonderful writing, which is always happening all the time, uh, and everybody else here at PHNX, which is just killing it with the content. Craig Morgan, who's the smartest man alive. I mean, this guy, he 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 planned surgery on the same like while we were moving, so he can't help with with moving. yeah yeah. He's cerebral. We He's know cerebral we know what you're doing, Craig. We, we know we, we know all what Craig's doing, but. <laughs> You get Craig, you get Jesse, you get Gerald, you get all these great writers over at gophnx.com. If you sign up for a membership, uh, annual membership will get you a free T-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. Month-to-month uh, -month membership will get you a free, uh, or first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of the membership status you pick, you will get members-only discounts over at the PHNX Locker, as well as members-only access to our Discord, which is a poppin' place to be, especially after a Diamondbacks win, Tommy Henry win. We were in there having a good time yesterday for sure so not only do that but if you're watching us right now on youtube make sure to subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel leave us a thumbs up on this video and and make sure to sign up for notifications that way you don't miss when anybody goes live on our channel as well as uh subscribe to us on your favorite audio podcasting app and leave us a review please if you uh, have complaints about the show you can dm me those directly and we don't need to have those be in the review just leave glowing things and then you can send all your criticisms to me directly <laughs> i promise uh, I, I promise I'll open up my DMs again shortly after uh, the things I said about, uh, I don't know, I think the Aquaman poster at one point still died down. I'm still waiting for the heat 
from the Aquaman <laughs> poster to die down. The DC fans came for me hard, Jesse. Uh, but thank you guys, of course, for watching. And for those of you that already are a member, thank you so much for doing that, being a part of our family. We appreciate you. Uh, Jesse, Jesse, we always have good news from down on the farm, right? There, I mean, there's enough players down there that there old, is pretty much always good news. I want to sing the true. song. Old Josh Barfield had a farm. That's kind of like we need to do that in the thing. Josh but. Barfield is the director of player development, by the way. Does that for, count? Yeah. 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 It okay. works. I just want to make sure people know who we're talking yeah, about. So it's not just like this random guy. Sure. Ran, random, random name we're pulling out. But what's good down on the farm with the Arizona Diamondback system? I know there's been a lot of talk. Uh, about a couple of guys there has there has yeah so jordan lawler was recently promoted to uh hillsboro from visalia and he was struggling um it was it was pretty rough first few games but keyword was, was. um in that sentence <laughs> uh he is no longer struggling everyone uh jordan lawler in his last four games is nine for 18 with two home runs eight rbis two doubles a triple three walks and 10 runs scored so he has made a nice little statement over the last four days uh, with the Hillsboro Hops. He's been outstanding there. Um, outside of that, uh, Brandon Fott uh, pitched yesterday for Reno. Yesterday was a bit of a rough day in terms of the game outcomes. Um, all four of the Diamondbacks uh, major uh, minor league teams uh, lost yesterday. Not so um, by major, I just mean like not. I'm not talking about like the rookie league teams, just uh, Visalia, Hillsboro, Amarillo, and Reno. Um, all of them lost their games yesterday, unfortunately. But Brandon Fott did pitch really well for Reno. Um, seven innings, three runs, uh, no walks, seven strikeouts in that game. Um, all three runs were solo homers. Uh, so do with that what you will. I guess there's some Reno uh, built into there that. There is some Reno built into that. There is some Reno built into that. Um, but he was great in his first start. His first start in Reno since being promoted with six innings, one run. This time, seven innings, three runs. Um, so really good stuff from uh, from Brandon Fought yesterday again. Chris in the comments said Reno should be in the Field of Dreams game. Maybe they're a home run derby in Reno. Did you see what the Hillsboro Hops tweeted yesterday about where they wanted the Field of Dreams game to be? Where? They want have you ever uh have you ever been to Crater Lake or like seen pictures of Crater oh, yeah. Lake in Oregon? Yeah, Crater Lake. And you know how there's like that little island in the middle that's like a giant <laughs> mountain? They want to have the Field of Dreams game like yes. on that little mountain island yes. in the middle, I'm which on board. I think is it. I mean, if you have Alec Thomas to play center field, yeah. then I don't know what yeah. you're worried about. No, nothing, but. nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Uh, speaking of which, the Field of Dream game, Dreams game is tomorrow. Right? It is. So it uh, is. make sure to Between the that. Cincinnati Reds and the Chicago Cubs, it's a, <laughs> it's a dream matchup, everyone. <laughs> Why are we doing this? I mean, uh, I actually, know. no, it makes sense because I I don't think a regular season game between two teams that actually have something going on should be what the Field of Dreams game is about, right? No. It counts as the record, right? Like, it's actual reg- It's not like an exhibition game. It's a, no. real, it's a real baseball game. I mean, last year was an amazing game, Last year though, was between, incredible. Between two teams Sox? that were a little bit yeah, more yeah. relevant yeah. Than, the, than the Reds and the Cubs are now. Yeah, but I'm fine with this. I'm hoping that it doesn't lose its... Um, I don't know. Last year, the first time that they did it, it was like so... It was so new, and I think that just made it so special to see uh, this entire spectacle for the first time. I'm wondering if it'll feel a little bit different the second time around. Like, maybe it'll lose its luster a little bit the second time around. It happened for me. I got really excited about playing it on MLB The Show. And after I played it one time, I was was over it. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going back to the Field of Dreams every game after that. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. Yep. Uh... 
I, yeah, I guess it should be entertaining. Whatever. <laughs> Crater Lake is 6,000 <laughs> feet above sea level. Major League players would hit home runs into space. Yes! That is true. That exactly. is exactly, that is exactly what we need. It's yes. a great idea. Um, I guess speaking of hitting uh, baseballs into space, Mad Bums on the mound tonight. Wow. Was that... That was... Was that mean? That, that, was, that, that, was that felt, bad that felt targeted. Was it? That was extremely Should targeted. Should I try it again? Yeah. Um, speaking of hitting home runs in the sp- or balls in the the atmosphere, what would you say, outer space? Speaking of spinning <laughs> balls into the outer space, um, it's getting worse. Madison Bumgarner <laughs> in the first inning. Um, oh wait, no, that doesn't make it any better. If I'm specifying what inning he's giving those up, anyway, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. <laughs> Bumgarner's on the mound tonight for the Diamondbacks, and they have a chance to win the series against the Pirates tonight, which would be a real nice, real nice move for them at this point. Again, yeah, we've talked about what you know their wins and losses mean to this season at this point uh just kind of trying to trying to make things better get dig themselves out of the hole they were in from last year but the schedule does honestly get very tough after this upcoming series with the rockies and from that point they do have very few uh i'm not going to say winnable series but games against teams that aren't involved in some Sort of of playoff chase, except the Giants, which I don't know where the Giants are at right now, but I don't think they're they're a little bit on the yeah. Diamondbacks are honestly, I mean they're like three and a half games behind the Giants. So we talked about that. That would yeah. be a huge victory. Like no matter what the final record is to finish third in the division above the Giants, I think would be probably the the our our, our next goal after finishing above the That would be Lions incredible. I mean, especially after the Giants won what was it, 107 games last year? And the Diamondbacks won 52. Could you imagine if the Diamondbacks finished with a better record this season? That would be uh, that would be insane. But yeah, Mad Bum's on the mound today. Um, he didn't look great in his last start. Um, I think things have started to slow down for him a little bit overall. Uh, we know in his, in his last outing, he was actually delayed two days. Um, he said that his arm was just... He just wasn't quite feeling ready to start um, in his scheduled start against Cleveland last Wednesday. And so they wound up using Tommy Henry in that spot. And then Mad Bum, Mad Bum got pushed a couple days. Um, and yeah, I mean, when when Brent Strom was asked about that, he basically just said, there's a lot of mileage on this car, something, something along those lines, <laughs> um, which is fair. I mean, Mad Bum has thrown more than 2000 innings and. When you get to that point in your career, it almost doesn't matter how old you are. You can't really compare Mad Bum's age with other pitchers. The reality is he's thrown, he's put a lot of mileage on that arm, and we've started to see it, it show up a little bit uh, just with some fatigue in between starts. So as far as we know, he's ready to go for this one. Um, and again, facing the Pittsburgh Pirates is an opportunity to be taken advantage of. So we'll see what, uh, what Mad Bum is able to do today. Um, by the way, the uh, we were talking about with Rock Knowledge, the Tops Now card. Tommy Henry's first win yeah. is currently available is it? on Tops Now okay. website as a card. So uh, if you want to check that out, check that out. Over so they're $10 each? Is that what it is? They're $10 each. And it's interesting because the image that they used, the exact same image that we used for our graphic yesterday of his line. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, hey. maybe that's just like the only image of him in like there, a, were more. there probably are not there, that there many. Was more. There was more. There was more. Okay. We just, okay. we just picked the same one because, you know, that was probably the best one, right? I'm guessing that's what probably. probably. Um, anyway, make sure to check that out if you're a member. Hey, you know what? Look at man. Look, I got Saul in here flipping me off and trying <laughs> to, 
Uh, we were high-fiving earlier in the video. I don't know if you guys saw the video, the Edwin Diaz video. Someone earlier was really disappointed that you weren't wearing your caveman jersey. Yeah, yeah I didn't mean to take that. I, I, you know, I wanted to show off. The, I'm trying to support another uh, network, which Saul isn't doing right now, or another show on our network. What can I help you with? Anything in particular? No. I high-fived him today, and it felt really good, by the way. And I don't know. We should keep that energy going. But <laughs> make sure to check out our video on Twitter. Yeah, Corbin Carroll, soon enough. That's going to be exciting. And I know this team has a lot to look forward to when it comes to the young talent, which is why you know our farm, farm reports are so important. We were talking about how there were a lot of arguments in our chat on Twitter uh, about Stone Garrett, and I, I get it. There were. There were a lot, <laughs> we just sort of stayed out of it. We just kind of let it happen. happen. But uh, <laughs> definitely we understand the passion there because some of the guys do rake, but like someone pointed out, uh, Christian Walker was hitting like 350 with like yeah. 35 home runs for Reno. It is, and it it's is just true. Hard to sometimes, you know, be realistic about the production in Reno and what it, uh, what it, how it carries over to a major league career. But Stone Garrett has had a lot more. Like, there's a difference between what we call like rate stats and like counting stats, mm-hmm. right? Like, like yeah. the number of home runs you hit versus you know other things like your batting average or um, things that aren't dependent on the number of opportunities that you've had. And Stone Garrett has had a lot of opportunities. And so, um, you know, uh, people are talking about how he leads all of minor league baseball in home runs, which he does. And, like, I don't want to take away from that. But he's also had a lot more opportunity there than a lot of the other guys that the Diamondbacks have in their farm system. So it's not really an apples yeah. to apples comparison. Um, his also, strikeout rate yeah. is a little bit 20, high. Is that what you were going to say? say? He does have yeah. a strikeout rate of 25%, I believe. Yeah, is what which I is saw. not like excessively high. But, but in AAA, that's yeah. a little bit high. Yeah, it's a lot of swing and miss. And it just, you don't know how. How much that's going to increase at the major league level, right? You know, right? Absolutely. I'm not putting my money on Stone Garrett seeing uh, major league playing time this season, but I might, really, I'd put. You're some not money, putting your money on that. I put some money on Corbin Carroll seeing major league playing time. I do not Stone think Garrett. that is a good idea. No, I do not. You think don't that think that's a good, that's good idea. idea. No. Don't, okay. Well, see, this is why I have Jesse for. I told you in the past, uh, Jesse's going to be at my deathbed advising me on who I should leave my money to. So uh, that's why I have him here, and you guys need someone like him in your life when you're betting on the DraftKings Sportsbook app so go on there make your bet find whatever you want to make uh, money on i still think that world series bet about a new york team winning the world series is still spot on but you can do what you want to do with your money over at the DraftKings sportsbook if you haven't done so already uh, download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use our promo code of phnx make your first deposit and you will get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's promo code phnx only at the DraftKings sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details also um remember same game parlays it's a big deal we were talking today about uh you know runs per game and and how many strikeouts and things uh there are a lot of options in there when you go into the same game parlay like sub menu so make sure to check that out Uh, the more legs you add the more money you win and that's uh, an important factor to get you where you want to go on the DraftKings sportsbook app also if you are in dire need of bobbleheads. If there's a bobblehead shaped hole in your heart, make sure to go to our friend. I think we all have that, right? I'm so sad. Everyone has a bobble shaped hole. It's in funny. Their heart. It's like one of those things that, like, we we do get the the giveaway items. Sometimes it's sporadic. I think it's depending on most like, of the time. We're on a nice little roll right We're now. We're on a nice roll right now, right? But you know, one of the things that I used to enjoy besides the free ice cream in the press box. uh was the bobbleheads those that's really why i was in this game for it was to give bobbleheads too to the media yeah they used to get bobbleheads oh. and free ice cream and there were like hot dogs up there too right there were hot dogs yeah you always got like a hot dog or nachos 
or a pretzel and it would start in like the fifth inning. It was a good snack. Now we have chips and peanuts. It's a recession, Jesse. Yeah. yeah. No ice cream either. I'm still mad about the ice cream. Jacob was also telling me the other day that there was like a like an omelet. Like they would oh, make you like on every Sunday. It was so good. There was a chef that would make you omelets and then you could wow. tell them what you wanted in it. And they would just mix in the stuff like, oh, you want green onions and bacon and cheddar cheese in your omelet. There you go. Yeah. All of that's gone, Jesse. We are living in, in a in a depressing post-apocalyptic world with no ice cream <laughs> and no omelets on Sunday. But the worst part is we don't have our bobbleheads. Foco.com has us covered, though, when there it comes to go. bobbleheads. Go to Foco.com and check them out. Not only do they have your apparel needs for adults, children, Jesse's dog, who only wears official MLBPA apparel. Oh, uh, yes. But, of course, has to be licensed. Make, sure, make sure to get your licensed apparel over at Foco.com. More importantly, their bobbleheads are incredible. They have Field of Dreams bobbleheads. Jesse, check these bad boys out. In the corn with the out the, the full uniforms and everything. Does it come with the corn? Like, is there like a little patch it of the corn come behind with it? The corn. Yeah, look it. There's Joe Morgan stepping out of the corn. There's players stepping out of the corn. Nice. Mr. Red Legs is stepping out of the corn. So <laughs> if you need your official Field of Dreams merch and bobbleheads, go over to Foco.com. They have oh, you covered. Man. You see uh, what you see what rock knowledge is playing. Oh, Jack Ken Kendrick can smell some of his Yes, he can sell some of his cards to get the ice cream back in the press box. You're not oh, wrong. Man. I don't know if I should be saying that now. I need to talk to somebody, but um, <laughs> you should head over to foco.com uh, for your collectible needs or click the description uh, link below in the description for all non presale items. Use our promo code of PHNX and you'll get yourself 10% off. Ah, that's all I got today, Jesse. You got anything else? No. You're good? I'm done. You're done. I'm just go done. Home. Go home. You guys go. You enjoy your rest <laughs> of your lunch. Go watch the Diamondbacks win this series against the Pittsburgh Pirates with Mason Saunders on the mound. It's very exciting, of course. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. This guy over here is at Jesse N. Friedman. We'll keep the party going over at PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Again, on behalf of Jesse, we thank you so much for your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's more fun with free ice cream.